1: Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? It's Hump Day, everybody! What it is I don't know what this part is. We got Anthony Davis coming. So cut to there. It is. What is up, everybody? And welcome to a Hump Day edition of the Dvr Nuggets Podcast. Let's go!
2: Man,
1: Eric has got me
2: hyped. Holy cow! Man,
1: I want yeah. to run through a wall for Eric.
2: You know what? Do it.
1: <laughs> okay <I can't laughs> on <that>. we are <laughs> accepted, as always by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top rated sportsbook cap I'm serious man I had I was I had a crushing month of like uh February into halfway through March Dev has completely single-handedly pulled me out yep. I am now a wealthy man all thanks to Dev and DraftKings Sportsbook um so that's a, a hint and a nudge to you to join us for the pregame show where he gives us um all kinds of uh the gambling advice to make us some money He's not with us today. Instead, I've got Harrison Wynn, who for the 20th straight show is wearing a hat. What are you trying to tell me, Adam? I'm trying to tell me. Ankles and hair. You got to give the people what they want, Harrison. That's what I'm trying
3: to tell you. I'm the only one that can bring the sex appeal on this show. Is that what you're trying to (laughs) tell me? Look around. Is that all up to me? That's (laughs) where my responsibility has come to.
2: You're either going to do that or have to change your name to Ankelson if you're not going to show us the hair, bro. That's a really good point.
1: That's That's a really, point really Jesus, point. <laughs> dude, we are dumb. Two minutes. Here, I'll in. see you guys later. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've also got Brendan vote. That's a nice looking hat there, man.
0: Is that Breckenridge Brewery? That is uh, the official beer of DNVR. They also sell seltzers, though, guys, and you can get those mm. at the DNVR bar.
1: That's like, a, I like that shade of red. Whatever that shade is, it's like just it's like red with a hint of I, I don't know if you notice all the colors, Eric, but there's like a hint of maroon to that one. Mm.
2: Like Eric, probably exactly what
1: color that is. Would you call this clean,
0: Eric?
2: It's like a clean design, right? Yeah, probably it's a pretty it's a, clean. Yeah, I would say that it looks like there's probably some food stains on it. So not that
1: clean. <laughs> uh, a man of both style and grace. Mm. It's D-Line Co. Uh,
2: why the fuck didn't you mention my hat? Harrison gets a hat intro. Brandon gets what, a hat what is intro. That? Yeah, the, this is the San Francisco Seals from like 1920s. You big market team. piece of shit. Yeah, big, big market. Unbelievable. D-line. Coastal D
0: line.
2: Listen, yeah. I don't care. Uh, I'm a Seals man for life. You knew this when you met me. Nothing has changed. <laughs> so why would I change anything? I don't. I mean, I love animals. The seal never did it for me. What is? First off, we all need to know what de- "did it for you" means. <laughs> i just they're kind of an ugly like
1: they're kind of like the cows of the sea well so hold yeah. on what, what what
2: is it that birds do for you like, i mean
1: talking... the seal man is kind of a lazy animal
3: not a lot of motor you know it's just kind of, they're kind is of loud what it is. Is.
2: yeah they're like the
3: geese of the
1: sea actually is what they are like really loud they honk no they're they're the sea they're dogs seals are dogs all right well we agree we'd agree to disagree on this one um <laughs> On today's show, guys, we are going to rank who has been the most down bad this season. I know it feels like oh, it's the team, well, so. not, not personally, okay, NBA yeah. teams. Oh, uh, who is the most down bad? Spoiler alert, the Lakers are going to take the first spot. Um, but there's a bunch of other teams, and we're going to try to talk about where do the Nuggets fit into that, because I know we sometimes get in that silo where everything feels like it's a Denver-specific thing. Hey, man, lots of people are miserable, not just you. That'll be the lesson of today's show. Um We're also going to be talking about Anthony Davis and maybe recontextualizing whether he's a top 75 player, where he belongs, all of this. Who are you rooting for out west? The Lakers. Uh, As well as a bunch of other topics. But we have to start today with our top story. And that is, actually this isn't our top story. This is just the first thing on my note. So as we're starting to see, it's award season. MVP, rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, coach of the year. And some teams, I feel like this is relatively new but also gimmicky like teams send out the packets like it's like they do for the oscars where they'll send you a dvd and they'll send you a promotion like your own little stuffed animal and it's like yeah vote for avatar here's a little teddy bear it's the best movie um people they're now doing that for nba teams and personally personally i actually feel like it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard of i can't imagine it works for anybody Um, and, and we saw like some of this, like movie post. it's usually like expensive items. So I just have to know, I have to go around. I'll start with you, Eric. I feel like this is your wheelhouse. Are you pro or anti pandering to the, uh, MVP voters?
2: Well, I've made it my brand pretty like, uh, clearly over the last week plus that I think begging for an MVP is a bad move, but, uh, you know, we're talking about, uh, just campaigning is is it wrong to campaign i don't believe it's wrong to campaign it's okay you, you can hand out awards you can let there's something about like letting people know how important it is to you when it's not the most prestigious award in all of the land uh that i think is cool like like i don't know for example all rookie bones i think that that's a great campaign that we should all jump in on like, but here's like the, here's the thing. Sure. we don't work for the denver nuggets we barely work we Which, barely that's work. Great. Exactly. <laughs> all true. No, no, but true. my point is I do think it's a little bit different
1: when it is, you know, coming from the team. Like it's just it's just a weird thing.
2: It's it's weird, but it's I mean, it's like you say, it's like no different than uh, a movie studio just trying to get into the, the hearts and minds of the people who vote. I mean, we're talking about things that are are, you know, fully subjective and so you just at a certain point you just kind of got to do what you can what you can do to get you the thought you want somebody to have into their head to see if it sticks or not. Harrison, where do you lie on this one? I think it's super
3: corny, but the thing is <laughs> everybody knows it's super corny. Like yeah. everybody is in on the joke. Um I kind of like it. It's it's one of those things where it's probably a waste of time because it's not going to influence 99% of voters. Maybe the 1% it might influence, but I kind of like it. You come up with something that's catchy. It blows up on social media. You get good run for like a day or so. If that happens, I think it's worth it. But overall, um, is it weird to say that I like it, but it's also a waste of time? Yeah, it is weird. Yep. because it's not my time
2: <laughs> right
1: right <laughs> and the question is honestly more about do you like it so you, you answered the question i, like it. Of, I like it you kind of like it all right well we'll get into this even more vote where do was, you stay t- t- where's your vote oh you I mean, I just don't know what here. the the function is.
0: I mean, I could, I guess, I could picture Ramona Shelburne like opening a used Steph Curry mouthguard and being like, "Oh shit, ninth place isn't that bad." But other than that, like, I don't know who's like getting a gift bag and being like, "Sit." As far as I can tell, they're for tweeting out to show right. everyone that it's you kind of a like in a presidential race. Undecided
3: voters are just like the biggest idiots of the bunch. This these promotional items are appealing to the undecided voters.
1: Yes, <laughs> Decided, You're so right. Yeah. This,
2: of course, what this is is this is what all political ads are for. Anything yeah. like, if you are a person that is susceptible to being, uh, I don't know, encouraged into a way of action based on a T-shirt, then. <laughs> People should give you T-shirts to encourage your actions. Like, I get it. And also, but there's just, like, something cool about uh, if you receive these items, like, they becoming just, like, part of uh, the history of the NBA. Like, if you got yeah. – like, do you remember that, like, uh, when Chris Bosh made a whole campaign to get into the All-Star game? And yeah. Made, like, those hilarious – those, like, ridiculous videos. And it's, like, it'd be cool to have, like, a Chris Bosh wearing a cowboy hat – but that was West chris Africa. Bosch though that's the and thing that was, like, yes, that was where... his
1: personality coming through in this creative unique way that was also very corny but like corny in a way that you kind of appreciate it yes. but if it was the miami heat that did that it would have been really lame
2: well it depends on how it's i mean you know you're talking about you're saying is bad advertising bad yes <laughs> i
0: feel like you know You've swayed. Wow. Trying to think what the Nuggets would even do. Like, do they just send Tim Tetrick gear to everyone? Like what's Jokic <laughs> <you know, laughs> care package. Hell yeah, dude. Cool.
1: That would be incredible. <laughs> Everybody gets a little horse. Just like yeah. some dude,
2: I'm saying, like, what if the Nuggets sent out a package that had like a, a stick horse and it, with a little like like cart behind it? I don't know. It'd be amazing. If they you could do it right. Like you don't have to set it, doesn't have to suck. Like you could make it cool. It's so
1: true. It is funny. Like, if the Nuggets did send out, instead of a Jokic bobblehead, it was a Jokic riding a chariot of a horse and it says MVP on it.
2: (laughs) Are you telling me you wouldn't be like, you
1: know what? Ramona shelburne would 1000 percent have that in her like personal trophy case, which I'm sure she has, like at her house, like with the trophies. It would definitely be there, and she would feel bad not if she did not vote for Jokic. And she'd be like, man, I can't in good faith hang this in my house. This is too cool of an item. I have to have it up there. Uh it's there. So you know what? Eric. This is a rare example of you oh. persuading me. I went. I started this show as out on this pandering. <laughs> I am now 100%. And and you're right. The MVP vote should be 10%. How good of a job did the team do of putting a package together yeah. for you? So that should you have Jokic
3: in. 10%. riding a horse, and you're like, he was the best player in the NBA at the first furlong,
1: at the second
3: furlong, and at the <laughs> oh
1: wow, look at you! Holy smokes! <laughs> How are we doing the Nuggets' work here? My God. Uh, Somebody is, has I, to. Yeah. so we I w- That was going to be one of my questions, is like, what would you put together? But I think this is it. It's definitely horse-themed. It would definitely kick ass completely. The funny thing is, I do feel like Bones Highland needs the organization's support. Like, to me, we've talked about this. He's right on the line. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be at Homer and say he's a slam dunk, because this is a great rookie class and there's a lot of good rookies. But I think he's right on the line that you could probably say it's 50-50 whether he belongs on it. And I don't know how many people really realize that just because most of his good part of the season came in the, the back half. So they actually could benefit from a campaign for Bones Highland specifically. And they're starting to. We're sharing the tweet, all, hashtag AllRickyBones. I love that the Nuggets have, have latched onto that. But he's the guy that I think, like, hey, I'd like to see some pandering. Everybody, Jokic, everybody's going to make up their mind about there, well, Jokic. The, it's like, it's that, done.
2: That's what I was saying. Like, if you're talking about for the MVP, like, what are we doing like if you're if right, you are yeah. actively campaigning for the MVP, like it's a good point. that means you're not the MVP. If you're trying to campaign for something that people have not been able to pay attention to because it's just a lesser, uh, it's just lesser on the docket. Like, and we're saying like, yo, yo, pay attention to this. Like, look at this. Cause I know that you haven't, that is powerful advertising. That is campaigning that has to happen. Um, but again, if you are, you know, doing a press junket, doing interviews about why you're the best player, even though you're clearly not the best player, that's embarrassing.
3: Yeah. The, the Nuggets aren't sending any promotional materials out for Jokic's MVP run. And I heard the reasoning was just because they're just falling in line with Jokic. Just no self-promotion. Just let my game speak for itself. And I kind of love it. I kind of love it too. that they're doing it that way. Um I almost wish, like maybe they would send out a promotional material. and all that's on like an eight by a eleven and a half piece of paper is just like
1: his stats.
3: Like oh that's just good.
0: Just like it's his just picture pretty... and his stat line. just his yeah. vorp with a calculator. just
2: send <laughs> I should send out calculators one thousand percent. No, they, need to, they just need to send out a t shirt that they get from Walmart that says, I pause my game to beat. You. And then, <laughs> as you say, Harrison, just, yeah, print it out on an inkjet printer from home. Yeah. Iron it the, on. Just like <laughs> a <laughs> screenshot
3: from NBA.com. Yeah, like
2: oh, that. So that's the whole thing. It's, and it's, just it's, like and a it,
3: tagline that says, just watch the games. Yeah. So, oh,
2: yeah. Just, hashtag just watch. And also, it says in parentheses, please don't tell Jokic we sent this out.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: the the
1: other part of this so all right the pandering for like rookie of the year i do think there's something there because they're lesser known like even michael malone you know like coach of the year and, and tim conley it's i'm telling you man like it's funny that there's no buzz for any nuggets awards when people are like yeah but Embiid doesn't have the supporting cast Jokic does like wait, wait 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 without two starters they still have a better supporting cast so does that mean that Tim Conley is the executive of the year in a landslide that somehow he's built this like top supporting (laughs) cast without two max contracts. Like, so almost like you could, that would be the place to maybe start making a little bit of a campaign. Here's what I don't think you could talk me out of Eric. The circuit, the circuit, the going on the circuit of like, okay, I'm going to do all these interviews now and, and, and like tell a bunch of stories and stuff like that's that part. I'm sorry. That is uncreative campaigning to me
2: uh you ty- well, I just decried that for the MVP I think that that's a terrible move but um it's just the name of the game in promotion is making sure that people under- are aware of something so yeah. whatever modality that takes if it's somebody like bone thailand for example who has a very compelling story a very uh, compelling personality getting him out in front of people is actually probably really valuable um yeah. but again like not not if you're not for the goddamn MVP just not for the MVP
1: yeah. Somebody said the most uninteresting topic in the history of the show. Wow. We've snake-drafted candy. I was bars just get a <laughs> quick. Come up with a snake draft. <laughs> Last night we were just were
2: listing television shows. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about Chad yesterday on tnt oh, oh yeah. Harrison, you should rewatch last night's episode to understand the it's nest you walked into. Where we Why were just we were like so mad at you. We were just I, talking I, I got about the, the TV message
3: show. as soon as I came out.
2: <laughs> we <were> literally just <laughs> I got listing. out the second I joined the show. We were just listing television shows for like a long time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing the thing that's funny about being a public figure as we all are now is that like people Wait, get a window into different parts of your personality this, I'm, I'm telling you like i'm very empathetic to professional athletes and what they go through i think we go too far when we talk about like trying to insulate them and oh they shouldn't do media or this or that like i think we go too far about it but i also am empathetic to like hey it's actually a hard thing because us on shows like we get people all the time that'll criticize not you but aspects of you So they'll be like, you know, they'll talk about like, you know, I really like Eric on the show, but I don't like when he shares personal stories about his life or something. And you're kind of like, oh, so as long as i am never myself, I'm cool to these people. Like people... People will pick off little things about you that they don't like. And then you'll I be like, like that you, I like
2: that you picked something that was clearly about you and grafted it onto me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like,
1: people will say, like, vote. I don't like when he talks about birds. You know, and it'll be like, right. wow. Yeah, that really hurt vote killing. It's say nothing that. personal. It's just your personality. Yeah. It's yeah. Not Harrison's for me. It's just
3: like such a big bully on the show. He just, <laughs> you just never do that. Yeah. You know?
2: um,
1: speaking of MVP voters. And MVP votes. Why don't we go ahead here and ask Seventy uh, Sixers legend Dr. J who he has for his. Seems like a good guy to ask, you know? He knows ball.
2: Who's your oh, MVP for this year? Then, before I let you go on your day, who did you? Because it's so close. You know, Jokic had a great weekend. Giannis had an incredible week last week, and Embiid. You know, with everything yeah. that happened with Ben Simmons, kept things on the straight and narrow, and the Sixers are, as you pointed yeah. out earlier, can uh, can make a run. What do you think?
3: I, I'm hopeful that uh M B wins it cause, you know, 'cause he does talk about it and it's and it's something that
2: you know, it's one of those carrots out there that he's reaching for. But I think the most deserving guy is Jokic. Uh he hasn't missed any games and,
3: you know, night in and night out, I and mean, he's he's done he did better than he did last year. So <laughs> he was MVP last year. <laughs> and when you get better, I don't think you lose status. Uh, not if it's a fair, if it's a fair fight, but I'm gonna pull for Embiid because he's my guy, and the Cumpo. Who knows how he's gonna finish up? But both he and both Embiid and Anthony have have missed several weeks of play.
1: Jokic Yo, has been out there every night. Ooh boy, ooh boy. So, so obviously, Dr. J, number one or number two all-time 76 76er, like most beloved. You know, without Alan Iverson, I, I have to think, unless I'm wrong, am I missing anybody? I think that's – Andre Iguodala, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Charles Barkley, you heard of him?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think – I don't know if Barkley is in that level just because he, you know, obviously went to the Suns and and this or that. Maybe. But I'm just saying like – Neil
3: Okafor is probably up there.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. What about – An all-timer, uh... an icon, and here he is being handed the most softball, underhanded question of all time. Right. He's like, Yoke, my guy, man. Like, one, this is huge. I, if, if this was Alex English or Fat Lever, I would be in shambles. Like, just completely torn apart. Also, by the way, Fat Lieber wished Jokic a happy birthday on Sunday. Yeah. Not his birthday. His Just random video. Yeah, yeah, watch the video. Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. I love Fat it's Lieber, incredible. man. But, yeah. um, honest to God, man, to me, this is huge. <laughs> like, I can't believe this hasn't made more waves in Philadelphia. I thought this might actually run Dr. J out of town.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you're in Philly right now, you're just acting like that video doesn't exist. Just like I never saw it. I don't know. I I don't know what you're talking about. But you're right. I mean, Rich Eisen lobs him the softest softball. He even sets it up like, you know, it's a pretty close race. You could put together a good, you know, resume for each one of these guys, who's your pick. And does Dr. J just like hate Joel
1: Embiid? Like <laughs> <laughs> he he also just i have respect for dr j honestly i think he just answered it honestly when it's like wow yeah. you can never do that but he i did. mean
3: nicole Jokic. he has missed some games this year he, he has missed I mean, some he games suspended. he hasn't
1: played in every one any
3: and he was hurt for a tiny bit but um yeah this is like alex english saying nicole Jokic isn't the mvp but way worse you know this is like one of the goats of nba history a top 75 player of all time um just totally not going with the hometown guy. Uh, it's, it's wild.
2: Yeah. Well, first off, do we have to now refer to him as Dr. Jokic? Dr. J? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But my favorite part about that as it meandered on was so representative of the discourse that we ever being presented with on Twitter, where it was like, well, Jokic deserves it. He got it last year and he got better. But I'll probably vote for Joel because he's my guy. Like yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it? Because he's more electric or whatever. Just like the thing where you're like, well, Jokic clearly deserves it, but like for some other bullshit reason, I'm I think it's Joel and for a reason that I, I cannot uh, quantify or really make an argument about. I'm going to use it as like just trailing off, getting out of the conversation. The funniest
1: yeah. is honestly today, the like he just has a better story. And I, I honest to God, feel like Vote m- might have single handedly destroyed the story argument with the greatest tweet. You'll have to go to Nuggets Twitter and also watch all eight seasons of Game of Thrones to understand that the part. The context <laughs> is important. The context yeah. is important, but literally the perfect context <laughs> for, for such a tweet. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Uh, maybe my all time favorite tweet of Vote. Congrats, that happened today.
2: Wow. Um, how many how many tweets have you sent out i just want to know understand also millions that, he sent out millions of yeah tweets. yeah is this is this the best of a million or are we talking about a world with uh 999, 999 fives and this was like a seven
1: i th- I mean there's been oh, a lot yeah. of bad ones sure. yeah, it's a high volume, volume. approach yeah, <laughs> <the>
2: high
0: volume. <laughs> um do you guys know how to turn this thing on i've been trying to figure what out what is that a t ninety eight five I was going to try to crunch some numbers, but I don't even know where the on button
1: is. <laughs> I know. It, t- it, t- it, I'm still in your comment here, but it is there is an irony between – actually, D-Line was the funniest one where somebody was calling you a math nerd or something the other day. It's like, <laughs> Eric, a math nerd? When was the last time you like actually sat down and did math? Other than like addition, subtraction, multiple K. Like, when was the last time you did math?
2: Um. Uh, what is math again? <laughs> I want to make sure I answered that. It's been some time. uh, 20, 20 years. Well, if I, if you're you're saying not addition and not. Yeah. Like we all like have
1: to calculate tips or like do our taxes, but. So when was the last
2: time I used the quadratic equation? Is that what you're asking me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ran any Uh, type of
2: statistical analysis that involved like, yeah. When was the last time I I employed the Pythagorean theorem? Uh, Yeah. Every time I watch Jokic play the game of basketball, basically.
1: Yeah.
3: Every article I write, you know, I just got to get out my calculator, do some analysis, draft up some equations. Then I can actually, you know,
0: get a proper mind to analyze Nikola Jokic. I dropped out of math in high school. I don't know. Like I haven't calculated. No one's calculated less stuff than me ever. I I just looked up what VORP actually stands for today. I I had I had guesses, but I'd never bothered to go and confirm it. So uh, but I'm learning. I'm learning every day.
1: All right, let's hit our first break. On the other side, we're going to talk about the down bad ball. Who has been down bad the absolute most this season? Lakers number one. Who's number two? Actually, we'll spend a lot of time on number one. (laughs) Yeah, Who cares about number two? (laughs) If you have not
3: been able to watch the Nuggets and Avalanche this season on TV, we got some good news for you. Uh, Just a couple games left, but get set up for next season, too. Ivaca TV. They've got altitude sports. They got a bunch of other national channels as well. It's available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, Twin Falls, Idaho. It's $25 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees. Your price is locked in for two years. Go to evaca.tv slash DNVR Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. That's how you get set up with these guys. Um, a lot of you have made the switch to Ivaca TV. If you have, let us know on Twitter. We'll shout you out. It's a movement. Get involved. ivaca.tv slash DNVR. $25 a month. You get altitude sports. You get national channels as well. It's the perfect alternative to cable. Uh, so go to ivaca.tv slash DNVR to get set up with them. At DraftKings Sportsbook this week, we've got UFC 273. Two titles are up for grabs on the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. I think this starts tomorrow. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets. Win or lose, guaranteed. Choose your fighter. Sit back and watch the action unfold. Anything can happen in the octagon, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, you've got a sure thing. Bet $5, get $100 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Throw down $5 on UFC 273. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's DNVR Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: And we are back for segment two. Betting on UFC is a lot of fun, man. It's one of the funnest you can do. And the Masters, actually, it's a great gambling weekend. The Masters is mm-hmm. very fun to, to gamble on as well.
2: Turns out um, you just like gambling. Yeah, I
1: think you. <laughs> I, I like <laughs> it, instant reward gambling. Like you place a bet, even in basketball, you place a bet. Sometimes it takes two hours to find out. Oh Golf, God, you can bet dude. on. It's like five minutes. You find out did I win or
2: not? I'm like yeah. Dude, when, I, like it. when when I'm like really on a heater gambling i'll like my heat check is like if i'm in between like events and i'm just like i just keep hitting i'll go and i'll go to like russian table tennis i'll be like
1: oh no i'll be like
2: lemesnikov is gonna win point 16 i'll just say yes that's
1: (laughs) That's scary (laughs) um all right terrifying terrifying um (laughs) So let's talk about the down bad bowl. 2022 is winding to a close. I know we've been in our little silo about the nuggets and this or that, Um, but we got to talk about who's had it worse. Now here's what's funny. A lot of years you could make a case for like multiple different teams. We get this to me. There is the easiest number one pick in the history of the down bad bowl. Like if, if you went through every year, this might be the most down bad of any season anybody has ever had the 2022 Los Angeles Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs with five days to go two, three games to go in the season. They're already eliminated despite having what Rob Blanca hailed coming into the season as the most talented or the biggest collection of talented basketball players that's ever been assembled. Um, and they take 11. Is there any objection that the Lakers have had by far the most down bad season? None none i
2: know <laughs> who are we johnny cochran how can we possibly yeah. like, how can we <laughs> if, anything,
0: <laughs> if anything i want to add that they didn't just miss a postseason they missed a postseason that goes down to the 10th seed yeah they, they finished in 11th yeah they yeah it's pretty uh that's about as bad as it can be
3: the fact it's that the lakers have, have three fewer losses then the Sacramento Kings <laughs> is something that will be remembered for years and years to come. Oh,
1: my God. I mean, honestly, part of you has to contextualize LeBron's Lakers stint. And, and who knows? Like They were so bad this year that I would not be surprised if there were some like sweeping changes. Because it wasn't just that they were bad. It's that look, this was the year that it splintered. LeBron versus Palinka versus Genie Buss, like versus Westbrook, you know, like versus AD even a little bit like they're just it's splintered into this where I wouldn't be surprised if Genie Buss just was like F this. They've burned bridges with high profile X Lakers before, you know, like uh, in some really weird ways. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a I'd rather us rebuild and start over than have to try to piece this together with you. Like just a complete let's get rid of everyone. Reset the table. And honestly, if I were looking at the Lakers, their most likely way out of this, you can get a lot for AD, and get a lot for LeBron, and in two years' time, everyone else is going to want to go there. Like, Carl Anthony Towns is going to want to go there. Devin Booker maybe wants to go. Like, you can easily reset the clock now if you re-up your war chest. So to me, it almost makes more sense than how do you piece together a successful supporting cast around LeBron and AD who now are getting older and probably won't be healthy next year either? I don't know. I don't know if it's that crazy. That's how down bad they are.
2: If LeBron James gets traded, oh, my God, that'll be this like against his will to – Oh, if they send him, you have – especially if they send like him to, to Orlando Detroit, or something. Or like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I've, I haven't really considered that possibility before. I'm sure he has like a no-trade clause that would permit it for, it, for him happening. I don't think
1: right? he does. That was the big thing about when he sal- signed this deal. It was like – remember, he kept doing one-year deals. Everywhere he went, it was oh one God. year, one plus one. And this was the first time he did the like, <sighs> I'm committed and there's nothing holding me back to – to handicap the organization so it would be funny yeah. if the first time he did that they were like f you get out of here we're going to build around jalen suggs as oh much as God i would
3: love for him. that to happen that's never happening unfortunately yeah. but yeah. Um, really, no man we're not they're trading 37 year
0: old no. lebron james
1: well they're not no. they're not going to trade him like that to orlando for like these spare parts but are you sure you wouldn't be surprised if the organization had worked out a deal with some you know like hey you're going back to cleveland or we're going to send you to some place where he's like, not Man. against his will. Not against yeah, yeah. his will, but like you're with going, him, sure. Yeah, sure. with him. Yeah. If he mean. wants to
3: get traded. Yeah. He could definitely be traded. Well, the They're not going to pull a fast one on him. Yeah,
0: for sure.
1: But here's what I'm saying. You're right, but maybe it's not a fast one. Thank you so much. I, I can't believe I got tips from my <laughs> handsome wardrobe. This is the, this is the greatest uh, super chat we've ever received. Dude, we wear, wear we're same not
3: allowed color. to wear salmon on this show. That's been clearly established. <laughs>
1: what? It's all I wear. It's my best color. Patrick we're not is right. He, he, he noticed something very, very Since important. It's the bubble. Me, we're not allowed to. He's a super color noticer, just like me. No, but I could see a scenario where they came to him and, like, LeBron, we're going to trade you. We're not going to screw you over, but we're going to trade you. Like, you can publicly agree to this so that it feels like your idea, too. Like, I would not be surprised if that was the case. But Um, if you were the Cavs, would you want LeBron in
3: exchange for, like, a package around Evan Mobley or a package around Darius Garland?
1: That's a clear no if I'm Cleveland. I I agree with you, but would you, if you were like say the Warriors, be willing to part with Kaminga and um, Moody or Wiseman or something like that? Like to me, it's like yeah, Steph Curry's already old. You can pair LeBron with this team, of course, that would be incredible. And LeBron's already planting the seeds. I'd love to play with Steph. Like no, I'm just saying, I don't think it's that crazy for them to kind of work behind the scenes to be like, hey, we're not sure what we can do this off season, but if we trade you, we can. You know, you might land in a good spot. And he'd be like, sure, I'll do that. Yeah.
3: I could see it. And that you're right. That is the Lakers best route if they just totally want to pivot because we know they don't have any draft picks coming up. I mean, the the Pelicans are getting like a top 10 pick this year from the Lakers. So that's their only hope. Get get a couple young prospects because they're not going to be able to do it through the draft
1: it'd really suck for LeBron to go to the Warriors or one of those teams though. Like that would be just the lamest freaking thing ever is if LeBron was somehow back on top with the super team. You just
3: get into like so much tech in the Bay area, like (laughs) getting involved in all these startups and just, just branching out into just so many spheres of tech.
1: It actually would be hilarious if you went to the Clippers. (laughs) That would be the funny one. Yeah. What's AD's value
0: right now around the league? I I mean, it's got to be lower than that last trade. And then who is the team that feels like right now we are Anthony Davis away?
1: Well, it's an interesting, honest question here because Anthony Davis was widely regarded as the best big just two seasons ago, right? He was maybe he's the, the top greatest top player. player, top 75, top 75 player. player, maybe the greatest big of all time. And because and why? Because you could plug him on any team and he's just going to be good. He's missed the playoffs now six out of his 10 seasons. Isn't that crazy? Like he's missed the playoffs more than he's made it. He did have that one, fantastic bubble run where he couldn't miss a shot. But like, I wonder now, honestly, if you just had a a draft, an open draft of all players, if Jokic or Anthony Davis would go first. I think, I think, honestly, think Jokic would go first ahead of him in most like open drafts like that.
3: For sure, for sure. I mean, there are a lot of teams that you could plug Anthony Davis into, and you could be like, that's a pretty good fit, like a Dallas. Or Mm. like in Atlanta, Mm. he
0: could still fit as a Robin next to a lot of stars for sure. I I think he's well-suited to be the best Robin in the league at his best, or one of the the one to three I overused sort of moniker here, but we're all on the same page. Like as the guy, I don't think he's proven anything, but as a second best guy, he's. a lot of teams would look at him and think that makes a lot of sense here.
3: Yeah. It does. It does make a lot of sense until you are actually playing games, and you're like, "Damn, why is he never in the lineup? Like, wh- yeah, why is, is he always injured?" Like-
1: it's not even just that. It's does he complete the culture? Because part of me wonders if Anthony Davis is a, like, "Yeah, you give him a LeBron, you know, a can't miss situation, games never get close." Like, yeah, he's gonna, he's obviously fantastic, but like if you give him Trey Young, that team's really good. Maybe they win it, but they're going to face adversity. And is mm-hmm. Anthony Davis a foxhole guy that every team feels comfortable being in the like? a losing month with and i just think right. the answer is probably no because he's right. never proven it every time that's happened that's all folks he's done right yeah i mean a lot of teams team.
3: now just are punning on culture like it, like there, there are a
1: select group of teams
3: that actually believe in it and mm-hmm. uh, and live by it and stuff and then you've got the other half of the league that just like screw culture you know like doesn't mean, doesn't mean anything doesn't matter until it does matter <laughs>
1: all right let's go to number two on the down so lakers are number one nobody's even close with to a them. Bullet. With the Bull, they're the most down bad team I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe I'm it. it's, like, it's yeah, the one that's the biggest saving grace of this entire season. Yeah, Number, I mean, to,
2: to figure out ahead. down bad, you have to it has to start with expectation, sure, view of self.
1: Oh, like, yeah. The Magic are not down bad.
2: No, they're they bag, the Magic are simply bad.
1: <laughs> they're not down though. Number two to me is the New York Knicks. The Ooh. New York Knicks, man, you guys remember it was this season that. They had the Knicks fans out there. Yeah, doing the (laughs) bing bong. Like all that. That was this year. (laughs) That was this season. And they've gone from that. Like the Knicks are back. Everybody's buzzing to like just like the Lakers. They're eliminated from the playoffs. They're below the Washington Wizards somehow. Um, They're so damn bad. I have a different team yeah. at number two, but I'm down to do
0: the Knicks thing for sure.
1: Just so real you quick. Do you think they're down bad? You don't think they're that down bad? They no, I think they're, they're very
0: around. down bad. I just think there's another team that's <laughs> even more down bad. But I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I want to let there's, you guys get your
2: Knicks kicks in. There's another team that's downer, batter. Uh, downer, yeah, it's batter, it, bro. It, it, It's, this is, again, uh, it's not even necessarily what um, the team themselves is doing. It's just like, what is the perception of this team? Like, how is this team supposed to be? The Lakers are supposed to be good. The Knicks play in the Mecca of basketball. They're supposed to be good. So the fact that they took a step forward and then like fell back on their face or butt, or I don't know how that works, but they like, that's worse because the expectation came in. And then now everybody's upset. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. (laughs) All right. But who is
0: your number two then? I have Portland. I mean, I know it's been sort of a long time coming in a way, so it's maybe a little different, but it's finally here. Right. I don't think even the most rose colored lens optimist in Portland can look at that um, and think like, yeah, we'll figure this out. Or, or I see what the plan is. or like, just get Dame this guy and we're good. Uh, I don't think any of that exists. I think they just feel pain. But vote,
3: vote. Haven't you heard they're getting Jeremy Grant this summer? Haven't you heard like that is the piece that's going to vault the Blazers into a race for the 10 seed? That's (laughs) the piece that they've been missing. It's Jeremy Grant. That's who they're getting.
1: Oh man, they are down bad. I don't think they're down bad worse than the next. I do like this quote though that came in. The Bing Bong era was better than <laughs> the era. It's so true. It's like, so true. Smuggets arrived for like five games. We had the smuggets, and then it all went was... Bing Bong was like 24 hours later, everything fell apart. That was that was literally the last day of they
2: won excitement. one they won one playoff game in the first round. <laughs> they won one playoff game and they went ballistic and then they got bounced by trey young who disrespected not only them the entire city and basketball itself to the point where they've never like he's a complete villain in the city, the city of new york now um but eric uh, that was last year this year they like started the season five and
1: one yeah, right like they started the season and that's when bing bong happened exactly at that moment of like <laughs> we're back like last year we got but into that the, part of that, the this celebration year was, the was finals Bing bong was in
2: the, it was in the celebration of the, of the, I mean, that's just like a New York thing. The the bing bong, that, that uh, video, the video. Don't you remember that hype video? I can't remember
1: which game it was. It might've been Philadelphia or Chicago win, but after going five and one to start, they end up losing like at the same rate they've lost all year. They just lost two out of every three games for the rest of the year. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, Blazers are pretty down bad. When Blazers or Knicks who's down most bad. (sighs) Probably the Knicks because,
3: I mean, this thing happens with the Knicks every couple of years where they're like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just waiting for uh, LeBron to come. Now they're waiting for <laughs> Donovan Mitchell to come. And it's like,
1: imagine if you were in that
3: position, man.
1: <laughs> it would just suck. Did if the, you were one thing about- Honestly, if I was Donovan Mitchell, I just can't imagine going to the Knicks. It never works out. It never does. How could it work out? Like
3: you don't go to the Knicks if you're the guy who goes to the Knicks. You're not going there hoping it works out. Like (laughs) Donovan Mitchell would go to the Knicks because he's stuck in Salt Lake City right now. The only time anybody talks about them is when him and Rudy Gobert aren't passing to each other. You're going to the Knicks in hopes that you know you become like the face of that city. Not sixth
0: in MVP (sighs) voting
1: right yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah where you should actually yeah. be 12th but whatever you got bumped up to sixth i mean yeah. here you mentioned the jazz i have to go there and i'll let you answer this one d-line they were next on my list and mm. honestly depending on how the season shakes out the playoff shake out they might vault all the way to number two because this for them like all right the the lakers it does feel like their era is coming to a close or at least at risk of it um the blazers yeah maybe their era is coming to a close i don't know we'll see what their plan is and then the knicks I mean i don't think they have any pieces to shake up utah this is it does feel like the end of an era like this is the end of the road for this one and for me maybe that they should be bumped up a little higher because it always sucks when an era
2: ends especially when you had such hopes for so yes i actually don't even have portland as being down bad i just have them as being no they don't exist anymore they just blew up like they're not like there's not like oh they're down bad bro but like it's who even are they at this point like they're just in they're just like rudderless and they they are in the process of a rebuild and like so um to me utah is much downer batter even though they're ahead of the nuggets in the standings they are they have shown that they that their master plan their grand scheme is so deeply flawed that all they're doing like every season now is just a stay of execution for them like Relying on Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell as the core of the team that's going to take you to the promised land has proven to be a false premise, and now all they're doing is they're just they're going to live in that Portland world, like like they're just going to be the third, the fifth, whatever. Like, see, they're going to make a little noise in the playoffs. They have no hope of going all the way um, until they finally just pull the plug and do what Portland did and just uh, euthanize themselves and start all over. They're just. As soon as they got, like, we talked about this yesterday. As soon as they got rid of Joe Ingles, he was hurt, whatever. Like, I swear to God, that was the cultural uh, drain plug being pulled. And it was like, now I don't been. even know. Now it's like, I don't know what this team is, except for, like, those two players who hate each other and, like, don't work well together. Donovan Mitchell will not pass the ball to the of the
1: <laughs> That stat is wild. Two passes a game to, to Gobert. Two Did you passes. see that
3: Quinn Snyder went on a 19-minute rant? I, that- last night about how like that's overblown and the second i saw that tweet i was like
0: oh so it's absolutely legit right right (laughs)
1: that's
0: (laughs) like tweeting through it online like no i'm not that mad but i didn't see
1: this for real what did he do what was his
0: 20 minute speech he gave a 20 minute speech to the media before questions about how the fourth quarter collapses and the relationships on the team are not as bad as the media has portrayed it wow I love it that is, that is Quinn great. Snyder's That's just getting great. getting his media
3: presence ready for the Lakers job next season where oh. he's going to be in the spotlight a lot more
1: often so yeah. lame so lame <laughs> uh after that I have the Kings is down bad and the Kings you could put them on the down bad list literally every uh, single season they might be the NBA. worst franchise like in the NBA no here's why they're down bad they traded away a very talented young player yep. to win and yep. immediately lost like six in a row like they awesome. the, they had the thing of they were just eric they were just bad until they traded away Tyrese halliburton and then they became down bad (laughs) well i mean i'm pretty sure like demonis
3: sabonis has already requested a trade for sure he's definitely (laughs) been like to his agent all right like let's get the wheels moving on this thing already trade to indiana (laughs) yeah but i saw a video tweeted out last night it was their final home game And they had Meta World Peace and Brad Miller like chucking little basketballs into the crowd as like a little giveaway thing, and I was like, "God, this
1: is this is so sad, man." (laughs) They are really down bad. Um, The next one I had is the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Now the only reason they're not further here is I kind of like their chances to come out of the play in. You've got you've got so the plan right now has Cleveland, who's now without two of their their two front court players. You've got Brooklyn, you've got Atlanta, and you've got Charlotte. So I like Atlanta to beat Charlotte if that's who they play. But by the way, Atlanta might actually move up to the eight seed. They're tied right now, um, record wise, with Brooklyn, so they might it move up. And if that's the case, season kind of salvaged. Like Atlanta was probably not a top five team in the East this year. They were probably six, seven, eight. If they finish seven, that's about right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think
3: they're probably going to jump up into the playing um, out of that group. I just got to go on a tiny bit of a tangent. I've been seeing a lot of chatter about how Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA for a Brooklyn Nets team. That's in the eighth spot in the East and is 41 and 38. That's, um, five more losses than the nuggets. And, uh, six more wins i mean how what are we do how is kevin durant the best player in the nba and can't even get the nets to the top six in the freaking Eastern Conference. I'm sorry. I, just I don't even want right to now. tell
1: you guys. I listened to dunked on yesterday, and they ranked the top ten players in the NBA. I just, I would advise Nuggets fans not to listen to that episode. Nate Duncan, definitely not a fan of Jokic. Yeah, dude, that's uh, six years old information. <laughs> well, I, six years ago, maybe I could understand it, like, hey, forgivable. Sure, but like sure. now, it's just like, oh my god, like you're he shows up very low on that list. <laughs> Nick Wright. Esque, maybe worse than Nick Wright uh, has it. Um, I have the Nuggets after that. And right there with the 76ers, um, in terms of teams down bad this year, like this season has been so frustrating and I think pretty unsatisfying because Jamal Murray, you know, hasn't returned yet. Maybe he just won't. Um, and that part has been a lot of it. But like we still have Jokic MVP caliber season it's his best season ever like if you told me Jokic's best season ever would be not great I just can't go there like we can't be that down bad and then you have Bones Highland who is like a gift from heaven I mean we could have had you know Zeke Naji. I like a lot I like him as a player but like he's not the type of player that can save a season from an entertainment standpoint Bones can't so for me the Nuggets are down bad because they it, it feels like a directionless year but it's not like a payoffless year But it's not down bad in all the ways we just mentioned those teams that that were below them.
2: No, we're not not down bad. The Nuggets are not down bad. The Nuggets are in fucking purgatory. There's a difference. Like (laughs) We are being held into a space that is not earned. It is just we've been placed into and uh as soon as we get our players back we just immediately vault back hopefully to the re- like to to regain the narrative that we were on beforehand we're just uh neither down a, bad nor up a, good no we're just we're we're just on pause we're on
3: pause yeah. neutral the difference between the nuggets and these other teams that are really down bad is in what 6 months may june july august september october the nuggets could be the best team in the league Like, they they have a future. Um, The Knicks, the Jazz, the Blazers. Those guys have a future that's still, like, four or five years away. The Nuggets' future is still very much here. Um, That's the difference there.
1: Somebody right here says, take out Jokic, how many games do the Nuggets win? I mean, to be fair, it would be take out Jokic, Murray, and Porter, and you could literally do that with any team. Take out their three best players. It won't be good. None of them are going to be good. good. You take out I'm Draymond, Steph, and and uh, Clay. What would they win? Like, not very many games. It's their best three players. Take out Giannis, Drew, and Middleton. What would they win? Not a lot. Bobby Portis isn't that good. So that comment, yeah, like um, for example,
2: if the, yeah, if, like, the Warriors, like I don't know, <coughs> lost Clay Thompson. Like what would happen? Oh, I don't know. They probably missed the playoffs. They missed the playoffs. Like playoffs yeah. Yeah
1: yeah yeah the lakers missed the playoffs. same thing yeah exactly so all right let's take our final break on the other side a very quick one i had a couple notes here about nostalgia eric you'll be good at this one
3: oh. guys make sure to pick up <laughs> some <laughs> seltzers from breckenridge brewery you're old. the official beer of dnvr if you're in the area if you're local if you're in denver stop in th- into the dnvr bar corner of colfax and york we got breck Brew seltzers chilling in the fridge ready for you if you're not in the area, that's fine. Go to the Breck Brew website, check out their beer locator. That will tell you where to get Breck Brew beer or seltzers wherever you are. Uh, so check that out. Again, if you're in the area, stop into the DNVR bar. Breck Brew seltzers are awesome. Uh, they're the perfect beverage to sip on during a Nuggets game. Uh, so make sure to pick some up today. Also, going to throw in a little DraftKings pick of the week here. It's a Thursday, so we got the DraftKings pick of the week here. Going to do this on the fly. Um, Let's look at the NBA slate tonight. Did you guys see Norman Powell's coming back for the Clippers tonight? I know, man. Everybody's coming back. They've got the Suns, and the
1: Clippers are heavy favorites.
3: Minus six and well, a half.
1: Suns probably resting their guys tonight.
3: Yeah. I'm going to take the Clippers minus six and a half to cover that for
1: drafting Pick of the week all right wow yeah. bold bold take here from harrison wind Let's i going. think the clippers are really good i'll tell you what here's why this game is interesting the suns aren't going to play their guys because there's a real chance that the clippers play the suns in the first round of the playoffs and i can i tell you something the hardest first round matchup the suns could have possibly had i honestly believe that the hardest one and i love that could be great would you rather
3: play the clippers you'd rather play the timberwolves if you're the suns
1: Oh, no question about it. Are you kidding me? The Timbers no, sure. can't guard anybody. Like, yeah. there's always a nice feeling when you know the other team can't guard you. Like, at least we're going <laughs> to score and get a rhythm. Yeah. Um, it's the I, same I,
3: feeling that every team that's played the Nuggets over the last 15 <laughs> games. Otherwise like will forget
1: about playing the Nuggets, of course. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the so we know Dane Moore, you know, who's been on the show now a couple times. He feels good about Minnesota playing against Memphis. They're like, hey, that's a good matchup. I think the Clippers are the same thing with the Suns, where they're like, we have nothing to lose. We're getting our guys back. We can guard everybody. We're gonna make things very uncomfortable for them. And who knows? Maybe R- Reggie Jackson just gets really hot, which sometimes happens. Maybe Marcus Morris gets really hot, hot. So. That series to me is like shaping up for a perfect Denver uh, sort of scenario where the top two seeds might actually have to go six, seven, and who knows, maybe even lose. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that a lot. Um, I was listening to Ethan Strauss, friend of the show, Ethan Strauss, his podcast, House of Strauss. He had Chuck Klosterman on who's doing the like, he just wrote the book, The 90s. So he's doing like the the tour where he's talking about it. And it got me thinking about nostalgia a lot and just kind of the nature of it. And, and also like wondering about nostalgia with regards to this Nuggets team, because Here's my my thesis. This season, we are all going to look back on extremely fondly, like extremely fondly in five years. We're going to talk about that season. Yoke won his second MVP and how good he was in Bones' debut. And like it's going to be reduced to just the good points of it. And we will almost completely lose the context of what this season meant. Um, So first of all, just Harrison, I see you laughing. You uh, do agree here?
3: I, I agree to an extent. I think I'm going to remember, yes, definitely, Nikola Jokic playing the best basketball that I've ever like watched anybody play, the most dominant basketball I've ever watched anybody play. Um, but I'm also going to remember that like the amount of responsibility he had to shoulder for 82 games just should not even be legal like that should not be allowed (laughs) for the course of an NBA season so yes I will remember Jokic's incredible play but also just the
0: grind and how like unfair it is to him what do you think vote what will this get reduced to it's a good comment from Ted. I do think sort of how the next few years play out can help define this, right? Like, should so they get Great. Should Love they this get one. right back to where they were? Then you're 100% yeah. right. I mean, we just – and here's the other thing. We're in the final third of this now where these guys are running on empty, and it looks horrible. It, we've been holding our breath in these games. Let's say they win 48 games. They kept swimming. They never let go, they never let go of that rope. If you want to know what disaster under those circumstances look – scroll back 20 minutes we talked about the lakers i mean that's what letting go of the rope looks like and this group did not do that bones emerged um jokic was just such a gamer and even the other guys who were ragging on every day the first third of the season the first half of the season they gave it their all they won more games than they should have so it sucks to watch but i do think should the nuggets get back on track that you're onto something adam that with in hindsight we will simply remember how dominant
1: Jokic was.
2: Eric, what do you think? I don't know. This this season is le- is going to leave a scar, I guarantee it. Uh, it was like <laughs> after uh, it because of the level of expectation that has been disra- or derailed this year. Like I remember very clearly the year after um, the Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Lakers and then the next year was Carmelo Anthony taking the season over with the melodrama that it was a disappointment they didn't win as many games george carl got cancer blah, 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 blah. There but are, there do you can
1: here. you differentiate in your head 2006 from 2008
2: no but this is not a run of the mill year this is a very remarkable year in that it was a year that was stolen from us. We will obviously remember Jokic, but I think that these will be two distinctly different memories. I don't think that we'll be like, mm. well, but yeah, that was the, that was that dope Jokic year, but my God, that year was torture. Do you remember that? Like, right. I just couldn't like, because you know, the trajectory we have been on has just been so right. insanely right. positive. So the, this is just such an, like, an, an abrupt halt um, that, it, I, 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 there's no way that this scar will go away from me. No way. Yeah. It's interesting. The context
1: part of this. I mean, I really do think if you think back to the mellow years, 2003, four, So we'll say 2004, that's the rookie season. We'll kind of always remember that as the rebirth, the excitement, 2005, George Carl arrives, you know, so there's that, but then you go 2006, seven, eight are all just kind of the same. Like the, they got Iverson. So if I said like, oh, remember when they got Iverson, but you would almost not differentiate. Yeah, "Yeah, 2007, this year was like this, and 2008 was like this. They just all kind of become this package togetherness of first-round exits, and the team basically was the same, even though they weren't. I I think this year will be the same. Like, we're going to have... December 15th, Jokic, the first, the second year, but the first year it became clear like that will be a year. And we're going to have the bubble run year, the Western Conference Finals. And then you're going to have all these other ones that kind of bleed together to where you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, Jokic won an MVP and then they lost in game 82. And like they just kind of almost come together in this singular memory.
2: Uh, To me, this this year is a complete outlier. This is not like a. This is not a season where you're like, "Oh wow, well, they were kind of lost and trying to figure it out." This is this is the gut punch year. Like we're we're gonna remember the gut punch year where we just didn't we lost our two max players and it sucked, and then we got back on board. Like the Warriors fans are gonna remember the last year that they missed the playoff as just like a year of just like, God, do you remember that? Just like nothing but updates when's clay gonna come back when, you think uh, this
1: will like, be like a sitcom year where like there's a, a contract dispute so one character just does isn't in one season it's like a 12 <laughs> year like steven seven oh yeah there was no joey <laughs> on friend or, like, okay,
2: uh, something like that yeah i just i i think that the things you remember are the outliers and this should by all rights be an outlier year right
0: right it's a good point
1: yeah The context of it definitely matters as well. It's funny, man. And even thinking like listening to the pod was very interesting because the nature of nostalgia is so funny. Like I am very nostalgic for 90s music for some reason. Like I was in 1998, I was 14 years old. So like when Nirvana was first making music, I was six. I wasn't even listening to him. But for some reason, I identify grunge and alternative music. And then later on, like Goo Goo Dolls and like the love version of that genre of music. Like I I remember those. was here. <laughs> i remember though to me i'm like nostalgic for those and they represent a time but the truth is they came out before i was actually listening to them i listened to them later and with movies it's 2000s like from 98 to 2006 is my favorite 2007 maybe is like my favorite era of movies um but again it's almost the nostalgia of it is weird because in my mind that's the same time
2: yeah. Does that make sense interesting what's the larger point we're building towards here I was just you having get a conversation. Chad on TV. Yeah, say, should we start listing TV shows that we saw
1: doing it? <laughs> you guys are so tough. What makes a good <laughs> podcast? The ability to converse out of multiple. This is why I love a conversation. I don't you know, know where we're going. Where you. are we going? We send emails, we send texts. Nobody wants to talk. You have a phone call, you don't know where the conversation's going. You just start talking, it meanders,
2: and you arrive at something really interesting, like the nature of nostalgia. So are you wanting us to go into a deep dive on the nature of nostalgia or are we tying this back to the Denver Nuggets? And if we are tying this back to the Denver Nuggets, what does 2000 era movies have to do with that? I'm curious, your thoughts, Adam, please. I'm going to
1: be nostalgic most for this era of Nuggets basketball.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: I think no question about it. It's like weird that I identify 90s music, 2000s movies, but it's going to be 2020 sports. Like those my eras for some reason. It's just, it's weird how it works that way. But this one to me, even though I'm 38, this is like my formative years as a sports fan. I don't know. It's probably just because it's the dopest. So I'm going to like latch onto it as the coolest, but
2: yeah. Well, so I think what you're talking about is what makes the biggest impression on you. What changes the way you think about something? And then ultimately, quality aside, like when it all washes away, it's like, what are you left with? The thing that like makes you think back to where... Good feelings started to originate, and oftentimes nostalgia is or more often than not nostalgia is completely divorced from the idea of quality. The two things have no no uh, connection to one another. But this is like this is this era is like the the introduction into the concept of Jokic ball, and like the sport being played in such a different way that you didn't even think was possible yeah. before this, and you know for us specifically um being able to sort of like pick up arms and like defend to the death the not going to be nostalgic
1: over that aspect of it at all to be honest but this with is you. like but this is
2: like what this is like what it's it like how it's building into your brain is that like now it makes us feel like we were on the right side of history early and we're just able to sort of like See the see the truth when others were obscured by their old ideas or whatever, and so we'll look back, being like, "Oh man, do you remember that?" Like, I do, I do think believed in Jokic I, and
0: right, but I think that's one thing I'll remember about this year. For me, it shifted this year. There are holdouts, there are haters, but this was the year where Jokic became mainstream, universally accepted. People that are not a part of our circle tweeting about how he's the best player in the world. I think that is probably the thing I'll remember about this season way down the line is it's the, it's when everyone accepted Jokic as at least
1: one of those dudes, if not the dude. And then next year they win the title and then the rest Ooh. is history. everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in tomorrow. We will be back for a Thursday edition of this one. It's going to be great. Nuggets are hosting the Memphis Grizzlies with another chance to lock up a God. playoff spot. We'll be in the pregame lounge tomorrow at 630 it's like, but on the way out. Wind, wind, go wind. No, it's all good. Let's go. Let's get out of here.